You're listening to the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. AALL Insurance is locally owned and locally operated. Everybody needs insurance, especially young drivers. Give the people who support Arizona Varsity and Arizona high school athletes a chance to support your insurance needs. AALL Insurance. Click the link in the show description to find out more. We'd like to thank our friends at People's Mortgage for sponsoring Arizona Varsity and Arizona's athletes. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current mortgage, the experienced team at People's Mortgage is ready to help you. People's Mortgage has been a local lender for over 20 years, and their team has extensive knowledge of the local economy. They'll find the loan that best fits your needs. Rates are low, so connect with them today at 602-714-2555. That's 602-714-2555. Find out why they say, at People's Mortgage, it's all about the people. AZBK0904164 NMLS6274 Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, welcome on into the Sandy Charles Show podcast on the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sandy Charles. And if you would go ahead and hit subscribe and give five stars, that would be much appreciated. Uh, we work hard here at Arizona Varsity and I know that everyone would appreciate that. It really does help a lot. I know it's easy and it may seem like um, such a small task doesn't mean uh, much, but it really, really, really does. It's the small things, you know, in life that actually get us to where we want to be. Uh, so we appreciate you and we appreciate that. And I appreciate that. And thank you for tuning in. And again, if there's anything that you want to hear about, go ahead and write me on Instagram or Twitter at Sandy Charles, S-A-N-D-E-C-H-A-R-L-E-S. And even Facebook, Facebook, I don't check as often the messages because it's, uh, takes me to a different app, (laughs) which I know that two-step process is real difficult. Um, But I hope everyone is staying safe and well out there. I have big plans for this podcast and um, have recorded a couple of really cool ones and I have some fun ones coming up and just love these people so much. I am going to do more on my own, which is scary. And I've been trying to figure out what is the best way. What do you guys want to know about? What do you want to know about in my life? And um, what can I share with you? So I'm putting that together, kind of seeing what I think, where where I think people want to hear, but also any insight into that, feel free. I did do a poll um, on my Instagram last week of what everyone wants to hear about. And that was super helpful. So thank you so much to all of those people that, DM'd me saying this and that and this person. It's really, really, really helpful. Um, so this next podcast is I, you guys, I don't want to say 2020 was mentally taxing on me and I know it was everyone, but I am just so thankful that, you know, through it all, I was able to have this podcast and be able to have everyone from Arizona varsity. And at one point sports illustrated and, um, sports 360 AZ and Brad and Jordan and Eric and everyone. And so thankful last year, but for some reason, even with the, a lot of downtime, which I, I did not have much, um, sports illustrated really, 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 um, really taxed me. That was something mentally and 
physically, that was the, um, it was so, I don't even know how to put into words because I'm so thankful for the opportunity and, you know, to be able to work. Um, and then on the other flip side of that, it was a lot of work and I love working and I'm used to working 20 hours a day, you know, world series at the ballpark at 5am. You don't leave until 1am, 2am the next day when you have to um, strike and all of that. So I'm used to long hours. I'm used to physical, you know, being taxing. And this was a different type of, of mentally being taxed. I think my studio being in my home. So when I wake up, I am two feet from where I work and then my gym is now my home. And I just kind of felt like a hamster on a wheel and I just really, really, really wore me out. And so thinking about doing a podcast and, um, having to be so present for one for this time, I just kind of, I was like, I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to talk about something that I think is so, uh, entertaining and fun. And so that's what this podcast is. It's a little break. It's a little break from just life that we can just have fun and talk about stuff. Um, I, I do get, so everyone at MLB Network knows this about me and after like All-Star Game or World Series or uh, World Baseball Classic or winter meetings on the last day when we're striking, one, I always cry leaving my boss, Brooke, because she is everything to me. (laughs) Um, I just love what I do with them and I love them so much and it's always so hard on the last day leaving them. But I also know that I am a type of person that has to be busy and has to be working towards something. And so that week long of just go, go, go on the last day, I know that that's about to hit a low. And mentally, it does take me a few days to come out of it because I I do get into a low place. I'm not going to, I guess a little bit of a depression, but it's not depression. It's more of sadness and okay, where's that next peak? And so I bring that up because in December I hit, um, a peak for me, which is always covering high school football championships for NFHS, for AZ Preps 365 that all airs on Fox Sports. That is a peak for me. I prep and I prep and I talk to the coaches and I love the interaction and I love it and I love it. And hours and hours and hours and hours of prep, you guys. It is so much work for me that I love and, and I enjoy doing that. Um, and then, but once championships are over, I kind of get into a little bit of a lull and uh, a valley. and it's tough. And I, so I think that the last couple of weeks I've been trying to pull myself out of that because I'm like, what's next? And I know what's next now. Praise Jesus. Everything, you know, MLB, all that kind of stuff. Um, it seems like there's hope and light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, fingers crossed, praise Jesus. I can be back with my MLB family. And that has given me so much life. There's a little, like, I'm walking a little lighter. I'm skipping. I'm, um, you know, just awesome to hear from, from MLB and to be able to be like, okay, 2021, we can get back to work in a safe manner. So awesome. Looking forward to that. But guys, that's why I wanted to do this podcast because I was in a little bit of a down spot, um, having to pick myself up back up. And again, having a peak, which is the championships is no, it's not, woe is me. Oh, I had a peak now a Valley. No, no, no. I do not play victim. I will never play victim. The victim mentality is something that I run from if I ever see that in somebody. Um, and that's something I have to work on 
Because to me, there's nothing worse than victim. Woe is me. Whoa, life is hard. Whoa, whoa. Of course it's hard. Pick ourselves up. It's, we can do this, you know? And if you need help, if you need to talk to somebody, go get that help. I encourage it. I love it. Talk to your friends. Talk to a therapist. I love my therapist. Uh, he moved to Colorado. So we've been having to do it FaceTime or Zoom, which, so we've been missing each other on that. But um, I love, 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 love. Talk to a pastor. I still, even though he's not my pastor anymore, I still reach out to who was my pastor and Ricardo. Sorry about that. <laughs> I know you're not my pastor, uh, but I respect his opinion and I respect his morals and his ethics and how he sees life. So that friendship is always going to be there. And um, I always am going to want to seek wise counsel before doing stuff. So I, I have those people that I can talk to. And so that's kind of where this, why this podcast, why this, uh, I guess, um, I don't want to say, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. But um, why, why I'm going to do this podcast and what I'm going to do is so not sports. And I guess it's kind of a sport cause there's competition, but Gabe and I are going to break down bachelor, the bachelor on ABC, because it's something that we watch every Monday. It is my chance to, if there's not NFL, if there's not football, because when it, when it's, uh, when there's football, it's on Tuesday nights, but when there's not football, it's on Monday nights. And it's something that is entertaining. And do I have, if I sit down with myself and do I think about it, I'm like, whoa, these girls are fighting for this one man. At the end of the day, I'm like, whoa, this concept is really messed up and treating bad things to, you know, males and females. But okay, I'm, <laughs> that's me just overthinking, I'm, I'm sure. But so I wanted to do this with Gabe and just break down the girls and talk about it. Just a fun, entertaining segment and just why I like some girls and he doesn't or vice versa. Um, and so that's what this is about. So we're going to check in with Gabe, see how things are going with his life and, uh, check in with me. And then we're going to get to it. It's all about bachelor and Matt, this, the bachelor, Matt seems like a very stand up guy. And so super enjoying him. Um, and you'll get to what we don't enjoy. So without further ado, you guys, this is just a fun one. Sit back, relax, agree with us. Don't agree with us. Tweet at me, DM me anything to say, Hey, I don't like that girl. I like that girl. I love that girl. I don't like that girl, whatever it is. Uh, if you think there's a producer's pick, let me know. I think there's a producer's pick and see if you agree with me. But anyways, let's go. I have my coffee. It's in the air. I'm cheersing you. Let's go. You guys have a great day. Okay, Gabriel, gonna talk Bachelor, but first, what's been, what's new in Gabriel's life? What's new in Gabriel's life? Uh, really just continue to do the, the normal work that I do for, for the Giants, preparing for, for spring training. When spring training is gonna be, not quite sure yet. We're preparing as if it's going to be a normal calendar, and if MLB tells us differently, then, then we'll adjust, but uh, just kind of going through all our prep work and, and getting ready for, you know, what normally would be a normal, normal spring for us. We'll see how it plays out over the coming days and weeks here. The licking you're hearing right now is our dog. It's not Gabe and it's not I, but our bulldog is right up in the mic. Good old Harley. Um, she wants my almond butter and blueberries that I'm eating because I'm still on the Daniel fast and Harley. Oh yeah. Okay, girl. I was just feeding our blueberries and now she sees them and she's like, they're mine. Um, but we are going to talk a bachelor. We've been wanting to do a batch recap. It's one of our favorite shows for, for me, just so I can check out. 
I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to be involved. Nothing. It's just a checkout show for me. I'm not going to be scared. There's nothing. Um, so we watch that every Monday since we first started dating. Cause even when I was yeah. living in LA, when I would come in town, we would get together with Jen, go to her Jen's house and watch it. Back then we had a, a pool. A like pool. A, yeah. mm-hmm. We had a pool of who would win. It was like a fantasy team. And based off ludicrous behavior on the show, you got points. Mm-hmm. So we don't have that anymore. And we miss Jen. She had uh, a kid, so we don't see her as much now. <laughs> Funny how that happens. <laughs> we don't see her as much. And then the pandemic hit. We are going to FaceTime with her soon, right? Tomorrow. Oh, it's already tomorrow. Okay. So, see, um, I just got home from doing basketball play-by-play, and we're going to knock this out and break down some of these girls that we love or not that favorite. Or a little less. Yeah. Don't hate anyone because, again, a, a lot of this it's is strong. editing, so there's nothing to, to really hate. But there were five new girls that showed up yesterday. Much to the joy of, of the OG original girls. They really did love it. Queen Victoria is leading this charge. Um, so Michelle, a 27-year-old teacher from Minnesota, showed up. Uh, which I really, you really liked their chemistry. We'll get to that. Uh, who else showed up? Ryan, 26-year-old dancer from Brooklyn. Queen Victoria right there. I'm looking through the pictures just so I don't miss anyone. Kim is 28 and I see you nurse from Los Angeles. Bless her heart for going. Uh, I like that it just says quit by Sarah's name and we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, that's only three. I'm missing two of the new people. Mm. What about the girl that had the uh, difficult rumors Right. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. So Catalina and I think her name's Brittany. Yeah. So Catalina, 29, former Miss Puerto Rico. And then Brittany, 23 year old from Chicago. And she's so cute. I think she's so freaking cute. I just, she's adorable. Um, so those are the five new girls joining. So we'll go over the old girls, which they're not old. They're just the, the original, the original. Okay. So Abigail, 25, from Oregon, Anna, 24, Bree, 24, Chelsea, 28, Yesenia, Callie's essay, Kaylee, 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 26, Katie, 29, not even going to try with that one, Kalia, Kayla, Kayla, oh my gosh, people, these spellings, Kit's easy, Kit, 21, Lauren, 29, Maggie, 32, Mari, 24, MJ, 23, Piper, 23, Rachel, 24, Serena, 24, Serena P, 22, and Victoria, 27. Is Victoria? Oh, no, that's not the oldest. Um, And Sarah, which I have to mention because I absolutely love her. She's she's from San Diego, 24, the reporter that took herself home. Um, her dad has ALS and she she thought going onto the show, she would have a chance to contact her family and check in. And that is not what happened. So that's why she took herself home and the girls just totally ganged up on her and it was terrible. Yeah. So the, the show got off to, um, to a decent start. There was, you know, some interesting personalities and and some good storylines and, 
and there was even a couple of girls that you're like, Hey, you know, I, they seem kind of, you know, fun personalities and, you know, a little kind of blunt and direct in, in a fun way, kind of like, like MJ. And then when the Sarah drama popped up, what was that week three? Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of click of mean girls emerged in the house and it really went from, from a fun season and lighthearted to um, moments of just uncomfortable and, and just unpleasant to watch. It's, it's not fun to, uh, to see people be bullied. And, and I know, you know, bullying is, is such a big focus in, in society and uh, sometimes more than, than it needs to be, but you know, it, it's still a, a very relevant topic and to see it play out the way it was on on tv was was uncomfortable it was just really dumb and petty um i'm sure many of the girls will end up watching the season at home and and really regret you know their behavior yeah you know it it was just just poor it was unfortunate and victoria is the one leading the charge and she is absolutely a terrible person and victoria might be the worst candidate i've ever seen on the show and i've been watching since probably about the halfway history of of the show i don't, I don't, I don't know if they've had like 26 seasons or something oh I, I think i tuned in like season 11 or something um she is i think pretty easily the worst She's person painful. that i've seen on the show it's just i don't really know bad. if it's it, i can't even chalk it up to editing because if the things she says are so outlandish and mean and it just comes from a place of insecurity. Yeah, it, At the that, end that of the doesn't day, require special editing whatsoever. No, I mean, she's, she, she's fueling those flames. She is a very insecure person, and so she's taking that out on everyone else. And, and it's really not fun to watch. Last night I did tune out a little bit well, because of it. I mean, and, and let's just start from, from the moment she um, emerged on the show, you know, being carried on. And she, you know, everyone normally, you know, puts name, age, and career or, or whatever job they have she hers was name age and queen she listed queen as her uh you know career and that's really absurd she showed up mm-hmm. wearing a tiara for no reason um and she's really stuck to this whole um queen persona um and it's really freaking annoying um if i were matt it, it, the moment i see that i go hey, no no stop turn around Take the tiara off if you're not going to take this seriously. Like I can't. So with you didn't you. like my tiara. You actually earned kidding. yours. Just she kidding. just went and, and purchased it, or yeah. probably stole it somewhere. And, it is very weird, and she wants to be called Queen. Like when I was Miss California, I can't with that. The girls were supposed to call me Queen. The ones that didn't win, or and um, the city representatives or whatever and they were supposed to call me queen and they would text me that and it was just really weird. I wouldn't even watch the crown it on Netflix. Weird, yeah. I don't want to deal with queens. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I said, uh, but she she's difficult, very difficult. And she has really brought out the ugliness in girls like in MJ. Several. Yeah. Yeah. MJ was one of my girls that I really liked, the hairstylist or hairdresser or whatever from Ohio. I liked her at first for some impressions, but now yeah, like, she's yeah. not. First two weeks, you're like, oh, she seems fun and, and like a dynamic personality. And now she just became like second chair of, of the, the Mean Girls Club. It's, it's, she is it's, not nice. It's a tough pill. The, my, favorite, my least favorite person on the show when the first night one was Katie. And that was because of the gift that she brought for herself and I guess Matt. 
And I just think it was so classless and I didn't like it. And he's such a strong Christian and he prayed the first night. And to me, I was like, okay, read the room. This guy has a lot of morals and high moral fiber. And the thing that she brought really rubbed me wrong. And now she is my favorite in the house. I think she is so pretty. I love how she's standing up for yeah, Sarah absolutely. and all the other girls. And without making it about her yeah. or making it targeted, like even when she, you know, confronted Matt or not confronted, came to Matt with with the issues, she didn't give names. She's not doing it to target anybody, but she is legitimately concerned at the the mean girls. Um, you know, really bullying that's going mm-hmm. on in the house. She wants to address the issue. I love her. Get people kicked out. She's she's been really cool to see the last two weeks. Even she was a little bit caught up in, in kind of the the mean girls thing when it was about Sarah. But when she understood, um, you know, Sarah's reasoning and what she was going took the on time, back home, though, to go and she, talk absolutely, to Sarah. Absolutely, and and she flipped. She completely. Well, it flipped was her funny because Katie was the one being interrupted by Sarah. Oh yeah, so that's two right. weeks ago. Yeah, it was. Sarah, what do you call it? How do you say bombarded? No, when you drop in on crashed, yeah, crashed, <laughs> crashed the date she wasn't even supposed to be on. And Sarah was, the, or Katie was the one sitting there one on one with Matt, and she handled it really funny at the time. Coming um, back and check, yeah, and then every sat, down, seconds, would sit down, mm-hmm. and like standing behind them, and then just taking a seat next to them yeah. on the couch. <laughs> then Sarah's want to walk me out, and she she got the last, I guess, laugh on that one. But it was Katie that was interrupted, and Sarah still handled it. I mean, Katie handled it very well. Went and talked to Sarah, like, what's going on, all of this. And Sarah was able to say, my dad has ALS. I don't have months or weeks. I have days, you know, that he could be here. And it turned out Katie had lost her dad as well. And so continuously would go and tell the girls, look, girls, be a little classier. Let's be better. Let's not, you don't know her whole story. And Katie didn't tell them the story. It's not for Katie to tell. No, but she also said it in a way that you should have, read the tone and going, Hey, clearly they she knows, you know, some, some really important truths on, on the matter here. And let's listen to her. They wanted no part of it. They just ran through her stop sign and, and just kept on with, you know, the horrible behavior. So Sarah's the only one that went home that I just absolutely love everyone else. I don't really care about that went home. Um, my, so Abigail 25 got the first impression rose and she is the one that is deaf and I love, love her. She's so pretty Bree 24 from San Francisco. I love her too. She's in my top. And then Rachel 24 is in my top. And now Katie's in my top just because I love her as a person, but I don't know if they have chemistry. Yeah. She feels like the girl who's going to be kind of friend zoned and sent home right before hometown date sort of thing. I feel like that's going to be her narrative piper and then she'll have fun at bachelor in paradise Paradise. oh no please don't go to bachelor in paradise don't become at least you just handle it right um piper is i think she is so gorgeous she She is is so pretty i love her with the hair up oh my gosh her and a pony she is drop she's the prettiest girl in the house with that pony last night and she's so pretty although i will say it was unfortunate to see her um not really defending the drama from last night's episode. She um, kind of excused it and, and 
was slightly a part of it. So that was kind of disappointing to, to see. That's probably when I checked out. I'm telling you that I did check out last night with a drama because, oh, so we'll get to that. There were five girls that uh, showed up and the house, uh, Anna specifically, Anna or Anna, whatever it is, I'm not sure, but started a rumor about one of the new girls, Brittany, the one from Chicago, and that she, she's an escort. And so that just got the whole house going. Unproven. It seems to be untrue, but that's, that's such a strong rumor to start such a damaging rumor. It better be 100% true or you are really putting a bad name to somebody on national television. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I mean, the, the show draws the, the great ratings and, and, you know, a lot of internet content comes out of it. And so that moniker is unfairly going to be tied to her name whenever, you know, anyone Googles her, or, you know, Lord forbid she try and, you know, be getting a job and somebody does a, a quick search on her. And, you know, uh, you know, the, those types of, of um, labels surround her name. That's, that's really ugly. Hopefully that's really damaging. Hopefully she clear up, though, because she did address it on the show. Yeah, but and good luck scrubbing the internet. Uh, when I Googled for this, I didn't see anything. I saw more that the girls ganged up on her. I saw well, that Victoria has, uh, she shoplifted, so that, yeah. she has a mugshot. Yep. So I actually saw more from from uh victoria queen victoria so like new new york post who was Brittany galvin the bachelor woman accused of being an escort um so i'm not even gonna read this one because so at least it says in all the headlines us like us weekly and all that accused and or being Still, accused I guess. even even accused you yeah, don't want that i don't want that out name, there you know? i don't want out there i think she's so cute she looks like my cousin uh summer and she's cute. Um, so I like Brittany, but of all the new girls, it is Michelle that you think. She seems like a, a very sweet. Um, but you think they have the most chemistry. Girl. They just. She's a former very, Division One basketball player. They were very. That explains with each why other. I kept saying she is very. Broad and yeah, muscular. Well, and, and he's really tall, so every girl but tends she, to to dwarf. But her specifically, I was like, she's so rough, like rough. I guess because like you don't think or, dainty or, or soft. Frame. Yeah, like Division One basketball player, so very sure. broad. So I, I didn't know that. So now I'm excited to know that. But they just had a really easy um, comfort with each other. Mm-hmm. They're very comfortable with each other and. Um, you know, despite any other, you know, qualifications you might have for, for why someone might be interested, just whenever you see somebody be so comfortable with another person, you know, you go, okay, that, that's tough to, oh, like that's you were tough with to me. top. Yeah, <laughs> believe it. Um, oh, Harley. I don't like her sarcasm. No, you, um. Uh... When I was working at Fox Sports, he would drive from Arizona to California. I would still be working. He would be sitting at some sports bar or whatever waiting for me. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. What was, from a guy's point of view, who in this house is the most appealing? I'm not talking just looks. I'm saying all around. We can get to just looks, too. I mean, Rachel, Abigail, um, the... The new girl, what was her name again? 
the basketball player? No. Oh, Brittany? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brittany, um, uh, was it Piper? Piper. Yeah. Josh, Piper is so pretty. Piper, um, Maggie. Maggie? Who's Maggie? The 32. Oh, yeah. Um, and Brie are okay. probably the prettiest in the house. Oh, I thought we were doing full package. So you went prettiest. Okay. Oh. Well, I mean, they're, they're also seem like good people so far. Yeah, I like Maggie from if, Ethiopia. If you're crazy, I, I couldn't care less what you look like. If, if you're... MJ now is at my bottom pants, bottom because like she's... you can get out. Like, I don't care what you look like. MJ, Victoria, and Anna are all... Probably could have been pretty because their their heart is so ugly. Anna, not Anna over the first few weeks, I was like, yeah. She seems like she is very tightly wound and, and desperate to have something come out of this show. And then once the... Once Brittany showed up, you got to see what happens when, when Anna gets competitive because then she gets ugly and she creates awful rumors about people. And to see her fully convert into uh, Victoria's partner now in yeah, leading the, the mean girls in the house, um, it's not fun. I cannot wait for Anna and Victoria to leave the house. Like it's, And it's, it's so opposite from what we just had with Whose season was that? Tasha's season. Tasha's season those, was awesome. That, she had like men. 12 guys that were fantastic people, great careers, were interesting. But they were older and more mature because yeah. the cast was for Claire and she's older and more mature. So I think that's why we enjoyed it so much. Absolutely. We're old and, and I, mature. This is true. <laughs> I was hoping that the Bachelor producers would have taken note of just how fun and interesting like real dynamic, like real relationship dynamics and, um, you know, storylines were so much more appealing. It was yeah, nice to was have good. adult conversation and talk about, you know, real life matters instead of kind of petty, immature BS with a group of people who are all just trying to be social media influencers, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's, so tough. I, it's I wish we would get back to that, but it, it took a step back from, from what they did all of Tasha's guys were great I mean who she ended up with Zach yeah he just brought his whole closet like like you should do in a relationship what men and women bring your whole closet to the table unpack it for them as you're dating and if it's too scary for them and they run whatever they weren't meant to be but like he did he unpacked everything and he told Tasha this is my past this is what I've been through this is who I am I'm not that person anymore and so that is why I loved him him and that together and i hopefully that'll show people stop being afraid just be authentic and let that truly come through and he was so mature about everything that yep. he ha had been through but how he handled everything uh a bunch of those guys on there were so so awesome i my favorite cho my favorite person would change from week to week um okay so back to the girls i think that's why we're seeing a lot of this cattiness to me it's boring I did check out last night for, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes because it was boring with all the fighting and the talking crap and the girls going at each other. And I don't love that. Girls, I, I was in pageant, a pageant, I should say. I was going to say pageants. One pageant my whole life. Won it. Um, but, <laughs> but, but <laughs> um, the, I don't like seeing the girls against girls stuff. I don't know if that's all editing. I don't know what's going on, but I don't, I don't love it uh, at all. It's boring to me because for the most part, girls like my friends aren't like that in my life at all. I've had only two girls 
in my whole career of being on air that have treated me poorly. And that wasn't until I moved to Arizona and those two <laughs> girls know who they are and my, and you know who they are. Um, but wish them well. Uh, so I don't love that. The who's your front runner to win. I think it's still Rachel for mm-hmm. me at this point, they had, um, they've had great chemistry. I have from not day seen one. them together. Um, Early on, early on, she was a big player. She's gorgeous. Uh, And now, obviously, he's getting to know the other women, but he still made time to reassure her. In last night's episode, that always seems to be kind of a theme. He, you know, he's always kind of reassuring the the favorites to be there in the end, and and he was doing that for for Rachel. So I think her. I think Brie. Abigail. Abigail and now this Michelle girl I think are, are going to be your your final that's my final four if I had to make a final four pick I can't remember who he was talking to last night and he kept biting his lower lip and I was I it was either Piper or the new girl so I, I in another podcast that I listened to about the bachelor because I'm just pathetic like that um, somebody picked up and that's like a cue that he does when he, when he's really into somebody. He, he was doing it last night and I was like, I can't remember which it was either Piper or the new girl, Michelle. And he was just so into her. And I wish we would get to know the girls a little bit more to know their faith base because that's very important to him. It's clearly very important to him. And so how many of these girls might be unequally yoked with him? I don't think, that he's going to want that. I don't, and it's not yeah, that they're yeah. bad people or anything like that, but if he is that Christ-like, godly, has this relationship with the Lord, like he prayed on the first night, then he's going to want the girl. the group. That's how he, that's he practically yeah. introduced himself So he's going to want house. someone that their faith and their walk with the Lord is just as important. And it's really neat to see the show um, display that. Normally, I don't know if either it doesn't happen much or if through editing they go, hey, we just don't want to, you know, touch religion and, and faith on on the show. I, I know it was uh, um, an issue for, for Tasha as she selected kind of her, um, you know, her final two. Um, I think her and Ivan on their overnight date got into some discussion of you know, where they stand, you know, religion and, and faith wise. And I think there was some um, just, you know, disagreement that existed there and, and he took randomly, himself away. It, which is good. Did he take himself away? Mm-hmm. Either, either way, he was, you know, kind of eliminated from there on out, but we didn't get to see that conversation take place and you just don't see it a ton. So to see the lead, Matt James, night one, first chance with the girls, open up with with a prayer for the group was really really cool to see to allow allow faith kind of be part of um the public persona for him i think it's great and i'm interested to see um how that evolves throughout the rest of the season he said that michelle one of the, the new girl uh has everything that he's been looking for so i wonder how much of that they talked about because that's a huge thing i'd assume that that is the number one thing they discussed it on their uh, hot air balloon that was still yes. tethered to the ground. <laughs> they didn't yes. go anywhere. They were just sitting there. So about 50 feet and then all the, the girls air. are at the house with binoculars. Good job. Producers. Yeah. I, I producers just giving everybody binoculars <laughs> so they can torture themselves. I thought that was hilarious. 
uh, she's sweet and I hopefully, uh, you know, she has that Christ foundation. Abigail, uh, Rachel. So you still think it's gonna be Rachel. I think Rachel's gorgeous. Uh, she is my favorite fashion person in the house. It was Sarah. Minus night one. Night one. Didn't, I thought you didn't like her. No, I loved her. Green dress? No, green earrings. You oh. say that every time. I say that every time. No, she had a black dress. So the green dress is, you're thinking Brie. Her dress was green the first night and really, really pretty. But Rachel's first night limo dress was black with green earrings and she was so pretty, gorgeous. Out of all the limo step outs, hers took my breath away because she's so pretty. But she, after Matt prayed that first night, was then on camera crying. Like not on camera doing a one-on-one, but um, she was just talking to one of the girls in the corner or walking away from the couch and she was crying. And I can imagine that because that meant, uh, it means a lot to her as it would any girl that grew up in the church. We're going to pause for a second. So yeah, I love, I really do like Rachel. Uh, I don't know if she's my front runner, but. Who's your front runner? Either Scout. Hey, Scouty. Scout's not in it, babe. Scout. No, no, no. Come here, pretty girl. Come here, pretty girl. Come here. Come here. Time out. So my top, I don't, I really like Abigail. I really like Brie. Did you hit play? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh. Um, so... I'm I'm not in love with any of these girls. Like, sure. Sometimes uh, it would have been Sarah. Sarah would have been my front runner, but since she's gone, it's definitely Abigail, Brie, or Rachel are my top three. Um, the chemistry between him and Michelle was great, but I just don't. I no no no. Did you get a lot of sun today? Uh, did the sun come out at all? You're just pink. Okay, side note. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I just never have this type of lighting. <laughs> uh, and I love Piper, but I don't think she's the one. I don't know. So, okay. Mine are Abigail, Brie, Piper, and Rachel. Okay. And yours are? Uh, Abigail, Brie, Rachel. Michelle. Michelle. Almost think, the same. I think Piper's mini cattiness. Katie should be the next Bachelorette. No drama. She's so pretty. It. Well, it's another reason to go to Bachelor in Paradise because that always tends, tends no. to be kind of the uh, the test run. Don't like. Don't like. Well, don't like. Oh, and a lot of the leads. Dale come out and of Claire Bachelor broke up, so that's some Bachelor news. Wow, it's almost as if you shouldn't get engaged. After two and a half dates. And uh, Pilot Pete was dating Kelly. They broke up. And now Kelly was saying she'd want to be the Bachelorette. But that seems weird to me. She she got like weird on the end of the show. Like Caddy. And was talking down to people and stuff. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's true. She's a lawyer. And I'd assume that she's in there with 20-year-olds that think they're, I don't know, something. Which I'm... Probably drove her nuts, but still not to talk down to anyone. It'll probably be the uh, the girl that Pilot Pete 
turned down the girl with the uh, ridiculous eyelashes. I don't know who that is. Remember the pilot Pete's mom was all about her. Deb? That Deb? Deb. No, I just remember she just Pilot had... Pete's mom is Deb. I'm going to Google it. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Her name is Deb. The girl. I, I just remember ridiculous eyelashes. Like Snuffleupagus? Yes. Correct. I don't know who. Listen, once the show is done, I don't, I don't even remember don't them ever. The it's fun in the moment. Tis. And then it's done. So it's just a great entertaining show. It's you know, No, when you like get down to the bottom of it, I experiment. hate what it stands for because one, I'm never gonna fight for a guy. I'm never gonna chase a guy. Nothing. I'm and this aware. is literally the like the epitome of everything that is bad with <laughs> all these girls competing against each other, chasing a man is so ridiculous. Yeah, the whole Just premise, don't think about it. The whole premise is absurd, but it makes for entertaining TV. You get, it's one gigantic, you know, social experiment bubble thing. Yeah. It's, but it's entertaining and it is what it is. It's my, the only thing I really want, I don't watch any TV during the week and that's the only show that I watch. So yeah, that and when I make you watch uh, the Chef Show on Netflix oh when you go to bed. Yeah, that's for another discussion. <laughs> <laughs> All the shows he makes me watch. Um, okay, so good. I you're saying Rachel's gonna win? Let's see, I don't know. I need to watch one more because I love Rachel, but I don't know. I haven't seen them together. I didn't see them together last night's episode or the episode last week. I don't remember the last time I saw them together. Okay. Okay. We'll do it. Batch recap. Number one, I guess, is then. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're doing this every week. We just, I wanted to break up the Sandy Charles show and kind of do a little different one. And this kind of brings you into our life because, hey, 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 puppies. Because this is our Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we do. Sometimes Tuesday night when there's Monday night football. Yeah. So. So there you go, a little glimpse into our life. And fingers crossed, spring training starts on time. Praise Jesus. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this was a Bachelor recap. And maybe we'll keep doing this. You guys let us know. Again, go ahead and give five stars and subscribe because the amazing content that we have coming up for this Andy Charles Show podcast on the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network is going to be awesome. I'm so excited for this. the next um, interview. I've already done it. It's already put together. Very excited for him, you guys. But get your popcorn because there's a lot to unpack with that one and then a super fun one coming up um i wish i could give you guys the lineup but i don't want to uh i don't want to spoil all the surprises but lots of great stuff coming up for you and if you haven't listened to like bianca smith who made mlb history go back and listen to her fantastic also Alyssa nackin that made mlb history jack simmons who was the svp of fox sports who's like a dad to me um Go back, give a listen. All these different people have so many different stories and they're all inspiring in their own way. So you can take little nuggets from them and um, apply them to your own life. And that's what we're here for. And I just want to say thank you to all the coaches and all the families and the friends that allow me to do my job on the sidelines or with play-by-play -play, um, or with Sports 360 or with Arizona Varsity. With 
everything, all the outlets that I'm with. Thank you so, so, so much. I love you. Have a blessed day. And I'm here if you need anything.